0: Hello everyone, this is Ben Haseen here back with another episode in Ben Haseen's USMLE style clinical case series podcast and today we'll be covering megaloblastic anemia and like with every other episode before we get started I want to emphasize that this is a completely free podcast for you to access and use as part of your supplemental learning activities and I hope this helps you if it does please consider donating, you can do a monthly donation and the link to monthly donations is on the description of the podcast, but also you can send one-time donations to my Venmo at Ben BenHaseen. So, as per usual, we're gonna begin with a case study and let's get started. A 40-year-old woman comes to the clinic complaining of gait and balance problems over the last three months. She is an avid runner and lifestyle blogger. She has been living a vegan lifestyle for the past 15 years and have had no issues whatsoever completely eradicating meat from her diet. On physical examination, you notice a pale, thin woman with a very wide-based gait. This leads you to determining that she is experiencing a vitamin deficiency along with the diagnosis of megaloblastic anemia. What is the deficiency? she is experiencing the deficiency of vitamin b12 which is characteristic of megaloblastic anemia however i want to ask you a second follow-up question what other deficiency causes megaloblastic anemia folate deficiency we're going to begin by distinguishing megaloblastic anemia from other types of anemias out there the reason why it's called megaloblastic anemia is that megaloblastic anemia is a form of macrocytic anemia which means when you're looking at a slide you're gonna see macrocytes, which are very big swollen looking red blood cells with no central pallor it, they're very distinctive and you can look them up on Google but they're very big but they're also very very much distinguished into megaloblastic anemia by another characteristics do you know what that characteristic is which gives it its characteristic megaloblastic name you will see hyper segmented neutrophils if you guess that as your answer you are on the right track so the neutrophils in megaloblastic anemia are gonna look very different from your typical neutrophils they look bigger and they have multiple nuclei and I know neutrophils already have multiple nuclei but you're going to really see five or more lobes within these neutrophils which is abnormal and lets you distinguish it into megaloblastic anemia now as i've said before megaloblastic anemia usually covers two different types of deficiencies which is vitamin b12 and folate deficiency and we're going to go over the distinctive characteristics between the two and and when you're given a clinical case study on how to distinguish between whether it's a vitamin b12 deficiency or a folate deficient we're going to start with vitamin b12 deficiency and we're going to start with some rapid fire questions so what factor within the gastric parietal cells in the stomach contributes to the absorption of vitamin B12. Intrinsic factor. And a hypersensitivity reaction which destroys intrinsic factor leads to a specific type of anemia. What is that anemia called? Pernicious anemia. And do you know the type of hypersensitivity reaction that is? It's a type 2 hypersensitivity reaction. Also, vitamin B12 is further synthesized and absorbed in a part in the intestine. Do you know what part of the intestine it is? It is in the small intestine and in the ileal region. This is a very important clinical correlation because in a lot of these case studies that are often in the USMLE boards, often talk about a patient that comes in with obvious Crohn's disease and Crohn's disease is one of the reasons why someone may have a vitamin b12 deficiency and present with megaloblastic anemia because one of the treatments of Crohn's disease is to resect the ileal region of the small intestine to alleviate Crohn's disease symptoms which would lead to the patient developing megaloblastic anemia after a number of years Another way in the USMLE's questions that B12 deficiency can actually come forth is through a tapeworm infection. Do you know which species of tapeworms that is? It is D. Latum. D. Latum causes B12 deficiency and then megaloblastic anemia and lastly another really big clinical correlation with b12 deficiency is actually having a diet that's not robust enough to make sure that you're getting b12 in your body this can manifest as a vegan patient that presents themselves or a patient that doesn't really have a very unique diet and eats a lot of bread or not a lot of vegetables or meats can um, be presented in the us emily and lastly it could also be linked to a type of delusion or mental illness that the case is talking about but the mental illness results in a delusion where the patient believes that they shouldn't be eating meat or certain shouldn't be eating certain types of ingredients that contain b12 which leads to b12 deficiency so be very aware of that you might start a question thinking it's a psychiatry question but then ends up being a nutrition question and a heme question instead now folate deficiency can present very similarly but there are some key lab markers that make you distinguish it from b12 and folate deficiency where you can come to your answer now both b12 and folate deficiency will show an increase in homocysteine so don't be fooled by looking at the increase in homocysteine number and picking an answer because both of them will increase the homocysteine levels what you really really need to look at is the methyl acid levels that are shown in the case study b12 deficiency and only b12 deficiency will show an increase in methyl acid also i want to emphasize that long-term b12 deficiency leads to degeneration of the dorsal column of the spinal cord which is primarily used for proprioception and the neurological defects that you see in b12 deficiency will not relate to how foley deficiency is represented even if both patients show megaloblastic anemia as a symptom There are a couple of clinical correlates where it can help you determine that the deficiency is folate if you're not looking at the lab values. And one is drugs usage. Certain drugs that you take will decrease the number of folate in your body, such as 5-fluorouracil and methotrexate. As you know, methotrexate mimics folic acid and displaces it. And if the patient is not supplementing folic acid into their diet when they're taking methotrexate, they might eventually lead to a folate deficiency. Also, pregnant women may present with folate deficiency as well if they are not supplementing with prenatal vitamins. Okay everyone, that's it for episode 4 on megaloblastic anemia. I hope you found this information helpful and if you have further questions or if you just want to keep up with my daily life because I'm probably around the same age as you all are at. My Instagram and Twitter is at lion underscore ben feel free to message me if you have any questions and i'll try to get back to you as soon as possible because i'm also going through medical school at the same time as you i'll see you all in the next one this is ben